lawless earth awaits the imminent arrival of a world-ending construct created by Father, the all-powerful leader of the Lords, hell-bent on expediting the cyclical rebirth of humanity. Ryder, a lone renegade, searches the wasteland cities and gang-ridden outskirts for the lost mother of his unborn child, a journey that will lead to the heart of Father's creation. That was an excerpt from the comic book Death Orb by Dark Horse Comics. We're going to dive right in and I'm going to tell you a little bit about Dark Horse Comics as well as Death Orb, which is a five-issue comic. So let's dive right in. Created by Alejandro Aragon and Ryan Ferrier, the story is set in a Mad Max-style world where everything is in ruins. It's one of those dystopian-type futures where... You know, it's like a scorched earth kind of thing, and you've got um, people with dis, dis, uh, like disfigured faces or deformities and stuff like that. So, uh, for anybody who likes that type of comic book or that genre, you're going to really enjoy this. Uh, our main character is only known as Ryder. He is out in search for his wife who is pregnant and has been taken. And as the story begins, we see a group of men who have been sent out to kill Ryder. And as you continue to read, you're going to see that Ryder will not let anyone get in his way, and that the will and determination to find his wife is strong. Later in that, uh, in the first issue, we meet the uh, we meet a guy called Father, who's the main villain of the story. <clears throat> and his plans, which aren't entirely clear. Um, seem to be that he wants to cleanse the world to make it uh, better for everyone's future. <clears throat> Thanos. Um, the rest of the issue, we see Ryder continuing his search for his wife while he's being chased by, um, by more bounty hunters and, and gang members and gang leaders uh, because there's a price on his head. Uh, now, when you're reading the comic, it, you can tell that he's clearly been doing this for a while. Um, and that he's getting a lot, he's drawing a lot of attention to himself because everywhere he goes, he leaves a bunch of dead people behind. So it kind of makes sense that, you know, there's people out to try to kill him and, um, more than likely father's the one that sent them to take care of this guy. Now, from the moment that I finished the first issue, I knew that I was in for a hell of a ride. The team did not disappoint. And even though it's only five issues, you're going to be taken on a ride that you will definitely remember and recommend to other fans or anyone who's into that whole Mad Max dystopian type genre, like I said earlier. The tone of the artwork, it blends beautifully with the storytelling, so I highly recommend that you go out to your local comic shop and pick this up. Now, it's not artwork along the lines of somebody like, uh, uh, like Top... <clears throat> excuse me, like Todd McFarlane or Jim Lee or Eric Larson or any of those guys, but it fits very well with the story and it works. Uh, now, if you don't want to go to your local comic shop and you are one of these um, people that like get, you know, you, you want to get the digital comics because you're into the digital thing and, you know, you don't feel like going to the comic book store, that's fine too. You can go to Comixology, download the app and you can actually buy them there. Either way, you're going to be showing support for these artists. I personally recommend that you go to your local comic shop because they need your support too. They need our support. 
because we all have to make sure that comic books are around forever. Let's not let print die. It's a beautiful thing to have the physical copy in your hand. Now, digital is cool, but there's nothing better than having that comic book in your hand. You can kick back with a drink and a couple of friends, Big Bang Theory style. You can enjoy these adventures while you guys are discussing them like the nerds that we are. Why not, right? Now, that's it for Death Orb. It's a, you know, it's a, it's five issues. It's not uh, an ongoing series, so it was very easy to wrap that up. What we're gonna do now is we're gonna get into Dark Horse Comics and the brief history and what other stories and what are the characters they are famous for. Dark Horse Comics, founded in 1986 by comics retailer Mike Richardson, created some of the industry's most famous characters, including The Mask. There are also um, titles that are launched uh, which continued the stories from both the Alien and Predator franchises. Soon after that, you have artists like John Byrne, who would join with Next Men, Matt Wagner with Grendel, Bob Burden with the Flaming Carrot and the Mystery Men stories. And soon after that, you, you have more artists and creators coming in, like Mike Barron and Steve Rude with Nexus. And probably the most famous and recognizable of all is Mike Mignola with Hellboy. Uh, now, during the early to mid-90s, back when the comic book industry took a serious dive and almost, like, completely went out of business, Dark Horse continued, but they were now a smaller, more tightly run publisher, and were actually very successful with books that included Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, American distributed Japanese manga series such as Ghost in the Shell, and Lone Wolf and Cub. Also, original works by Frank Miller, who created Sin City and 300. The one thing that I learned, because I'm always learning new things while doing research for my episodes, is that Gerard Way, who is the co-founder and lead singer of the band My Chemical Romance, wrote the award-winning superhero comic series The Umbrella Academy, which is really interesting because I had no idea that he was behind that. Uh, he created that with artist Gabriel Ba. Um, and as you guys know, there's a Netflix show, which is amazing. So it's pretty cool that, um, they, they put that together and they actually made a show out of it and it's very successful. There's also Dark Horse, uh, Entertainment, which is the company's film and television production division. That was established in 1992, bringing characters to life like The Mask and Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy and Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. The studio also produced My Name is Bruce with Bruce Campbell back in 2007. And that goes to show you so-called comic book fans out there, and let me explain what I mean by that. Because there's a group that is strictly Marvel, there's a group that is strictly DC, and then there's a group that's both Marvel and DC. However, there are a bunch of independent comic book companies out there that deserve the love and respect that Marvel and DC get. And that's another reason why I wanted to do this podcast, because I feel like people need to be reminded that they there, there are amazing, fun, and diverse characters out there other than the ones that you see in the mainstream. And those characters should also get the love and respect that we give the characters in both Marvel and DC. There's worlds and stories out there that you have yet to discover because you're stuck thinking that there's nothing better than the big two, and that's just not true. 
there's artists and writers out there who also deserve love and respect for their talent and for bringing us these amazing characters that are not um, that are just as good and sometimes even better than mainstream ones so give them a shot go check out uh, Death Orb by Dark Horse Comics go check out other independent comic book uh, companies and what characters they have to offer for now I hope that you learned something new on this episode and I hope you come back again for the next one because for the next episode I'm going to be covering Cowl or Chicago Organized Workers League from Image Comics which was released back in 2014 so that's going to do it for me thank you guys for listening Thank you guys for staying. If you stayed, and if not, I hope you listen later on. I will see you next time on What's the Issue.